This O'Reilly Auto Parts 150 edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions Contest. $14 million is up for grabs. Get all the details now at CircaSports.com. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Continuing on talking racing things throughout the course of this week, it is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, and we are here to talk trucks, and we are here to talk trucks not on a super speedway, no sir, on a road course. The truck's making one of their rare departures from the rest of the, the NASCAR world and making a start elsewhere at Mid-Ohio, which of course we know is a road course, so... Uh, a lot of fun to be had for the trucks playing all by themselves without the uh, wandering eyes of the NASCAR Cup Series or Xfinity regulars. So should be some fun road course racing this weekend. It's going to be uh, another wild action-packed race as we're going to see in Atlanta too. So it's like the action doesn't stop, Cody. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a great... Uh, it's fun when all three are at the same track, right? You get to see three different races on the same track. But having two completely different disciplines going on, also pretty fun, right? So you get to watch, and this is a, a Saturday truck race, right? So you get to watch, uh, I think it is, we'll double check that, but yeah, it I is. The, a, it, yeah, yeah. Saturday during the day. So you get to watch that. And then Saturday night, we get to watch the, uh, the Xfinity series take on super speedway, obviously Sunday as well. The cup series will take it on, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Road course racing is fun. The truck series doesn't go as much as, as the cup and Xfinity series does usually about three road courses a year for them. So it's uh, a smaller sample size, but, Still fun. This was last year was the first time they came to this track. And man, what a finish we got between Kligerman and Zane Smith at the very end. It was an absolute great race, great finish, uh, and a lot of fun. So when uh again with these with them being away from the Xfinity series, being away from the Cup series, you don't get any uh any really buddy that's I don't think there's actually anybody that's double dipping at all. So again, another race where it's just truck series drivers, and uh that's that's exciting in its own right as well. Yeah, nobody is making any sort of double double starts. Uh, I definitely made sure and looked at that because I was like, is anybody going to try to fly over and try to make a... Yeah, yeah not even like a, a Parker Kligerman is not doing it where they have that 75 truck and he won in that race last year, right? So, But with it being on the same day too, that's that'd be not necessarily impossible, but you'd have to, you'd have, to have some arrangements to get, uh, you know, across from Ohio to Atlanta in the same day and yeah, might might not necessarily be as as easy as it sounds, especially if there's any type of delays or or any other type of thing. Obviously, they can race in the rain, but 
which, as we've seen, other things can delay things. So uh, as we've experienced here recently, but uh, no, it is going to be exciting to watch the, the truck series take on the uh, the Mid Ohio course for a second year. You would have to charter a helicopter to try to get yourself from one point to the other because I think flying in a plane would be a very cumbersome thing to do, and it probably take a lot longer than just hopping in a helicopter and 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 yeah. powering over. Yeah, there. and I mean, you know, it's it's oh well, you just get on a team plane, like yeah, that's great and everything, but where's the closest airport to either track? There's driving distance in between, like. That's why you see when they do the double with Indy and, and the Coke 600, like we'll see Larson next year. He's going to get on a helicopter. They're going to show us on the broadcast him getting on the helicopter in Indy. They're going to show us on the broadcast him landing in the helicopter in Charlotte. And uh, yeah, that's how they do it. But that probably might not be worth that for a cup and Xfin- or a truck and Xfinity doubleheader anyways. So to the point of only truck series guys in this one. Um, notable names as far as entered. William... Sawalich, I think is how you say his name. It's a tough, tough name, but he's a he's a big TRD development guy. So it's going to be a guy you're going to continue to hear his name. He's been uh, in the Arca series, I believe. The Arca series is racing with the trucks here this weekend too. So uh, he's going to be in that number one, the rotating truck for Tricon. Um, you've got Landon Lewis in the 04, uh, Matt Mills, Self, Argus, uh, Connor Daly. IndyCar driver, no, he got fired, but sometimes races in IndyCar <laughs> filled in last week when someone was injured. Um, and then Jack Wood is back in the 51 for Kyle Busch. And 17-year-old Connor Jones is going to be in the, the Thor Sport number 66 truck. So those are really the notable guys. Again, not a ton of names you necessarily know all that well with it not being any Cup or Xfinity guys. Indeed, and they're going to have to deal with some weather as well. The forecast for Saturday, 80 degrees, but increasing clouds with a couple of showers in the afternoon. So we got to keep an eye on that in the mid-Ohio area, in the Troy Township uh, area. Put them sprinkle tires on. Hey, uh, trucks have those too, right? (laughs) They do, yep. Yep. They can race in the... I think they were actually the first series that tried out the uh, they were the rain packet, and they were the first series that tried it on the oval earlier this season. If you remember, at uh, I think it was Martinsville, mm-hmm. pretty sure is where that uh, where they tried that out. So, yeah, trucks have been doing trucks have been doing the rain tires for a hot minute, and uh, they will definitely use those if needed, which can make that race even more exciting, especially if it's showers, right? If it's a steady rain all day, and they're just racing in the rain, it's a different race, but. If you have the strategy of when do you switch back to the slicks, when do you switch to the rain tires, who does it too early, who does it too late, where do cautions fall around that, adds all of those extra elements into the race. It's not Chicago, man. It's not Chicago. Let's not talk about slicks and changing back. I'm having PTSD over that, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So again, it's it's a road course race. They can race in the rain. Hopefully, it doesn't come to that, and uh, we'll see what happens. But before we do anything else, I want to stop and take a second to tell you about Circa Sports. The Circa Millions and Circa Survivor are back for Circa Sports. They are giving away fourteen million dollars in guaranteed prizes. It's all up for grabs right there at Circa Sports with the Circa Millions. You get five NFL picks against the spread each week that you got to make to try to win. And then Circa Survivor, just the way it sounds. You got to survive. You pick a different money line winner each week. Continue to move on through the contest. The best part about this, it doesn't matter what state you live in. All you got to do is go enter in Las Vegas and you can play from anywhere. So if you're making a trip out to Las Vegas within the near future, 
make that trek and sign up for Circa Sports because then you can play it back in your home state regardless of whether or not they got legalized gambling or not. Plus, if you go in the last week of August, the added, added incentive is to meet Sean and Ryan of the Sports Gambling Podcast Mothership, the main show out there. They're going to be out there in the last weekend of August. If you want more details, you can find them at CircaSports.com. That is CircaSports.com. $14 million, Cody. I am flying my helicopter to mid-Ohio and then going to Atlanta to watch the, the race. I don't care. See, I think uh, I think if you get that that fourteen million dollars, you uh, you save it for next year's Indy five hundred, right? And you just file follow Kyle Larson, and you uh, you go to the five hundred, and then you fly to the six. I mean, as a fan, like, right? Have we ever seen a story of fans doing that? I don't think so. So no. that would be the cool double to pull as a fan. It's a long day. It's a lot of racing, but uh, see, the drivers can do it. Why can't the fans do it? If if you have the right amount of money is the is the key, right? <laughs> Nothing stopping you but the money, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah, that, that'd be a hell of a hell of a trek to do. But, and then, you know, I, I, we wouldn't race the race, but we'd sure as hell watch all but 1,100 miles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be, hey, that's the thought, all right? If, if we win this Powerball that keeps going up, maybe that's what we'll be doing next year, Rod. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm game. I'm always game. So, uh, all right. Well, since there's no real... Oh, one, oh. one more. I, I was going down the list. I was saving the the most notable driver for last and i skipped right over him marco andretti is also entered in the number seven car for spire um obviously he's the son of, of uh michael andretti grandson of mario andretti i'd imagine you've probably heard of both of those guys great great legends in racing of course um so this will be marco made one start last year in the xfinity series this will be his second nascar series start we're actually gonna talk about him in a little bit um but i do think it's very interesting getting in the Spire 7 truck. Andretti, there's been rumors, right, that they're trying to get into F1. There's been rumors they're trying to get into NASCAR, building a relationship with Spire. Does it become Andretti, Spire, Spire, Andretti, an influx of money? All of a sudden, Corey LaJoy's in a great ride. Oh, I'd love to see it. But just some, some thoughts that possibly could be coming from this type of relationship, right? You put Mario or... Uh, not Mario. I'd love to see Mario in the car, although that might be a little old at this point. But Maybe just you put Marco in the car and uh, and start building that that budding relationship, and who knows where it could go. Yeah, that well, and listen, there's nothing wrong with a little more money in Spire, like you said, having Corey LaJoy be in a swell ride, and then you know getting to see what that meant for F1 too. Maybe another budding team, or or maybe they take over a struggling team like a. Oh, I don't know, AlphaTauri or something like that. Maybe they, maybe they buy them out or whatever. I don't know, but that'd be pretty interesting. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, but, all right. Uh, yeah, I think that concludes the uh, news and notes portion of the show. Excellent. Uh, all right. Yeah, let's go ahead and just start laying out some bets. I think it's time to. That's to the nice put thing about bets. when you get to the truck series, like we've been talking all week. We've got all the news stuff out of the way, all everything else out of the way. Just get straight into the picks. I like it. So head-to-heads are tough this week, mm-hmm. Ron. Really, really tough. I think uh, we each only have one head-to-head each, even though we are on, on the road course and, and head-to-head should be more available. Very tough matchups this week. But I did like this one at plus money. I'm going to take uh, Christian Eckes over Ben Rhodes. It's plus 115 over at Superbook. For me, this is just kind of a, you're taking the plus money guy, right? I think these guys are, are fairly equal when it comes to uh, road courses. Ben Rhodes, we've talked about it before, right? He's either really up or he's really down. And the same thing can be said about Eckes. He can be really up. He can be really down. 
um, at Coda earlier this year. That's the one road course we've been on so far this season in the uh, the truck series. Eckes won stage one after he started fifth, was having a really good run, got caught up in a wreck and did not get a good finish. But in this race last year, he was fifth place. At Coda, he was sixth place last year. Uh, but then at Sonoma, you toss that in there and he was in 35th last year. So again, it's kind of up and down for him. You go back to 2021, a 10th at Daytona Road Course, 13th at Watkins Glen, but a 35th at Coda. So again, you're going to get some downs, but you're going to get some ups, some good solid finishes. And then kind of the same thing with Rhodes. He was 10th at Coda earlier this season, but he finished 23rd here last season, 18th last season at Sonoma, but he did have a fourth place at Coda last year. He has won on a road course before at the Daytona Road Course back in 2020, I believe that was. So again, it's two guys with ups and downs, right? And we've seen them both throughout the season have ups and downs. At one point, we were talking about Rhodes and how horrible things were going. And then he came out that week and just absolutely killed everybody, right? And with Eckes, he's had very, very fast truck week in and week out. But sometimes he gets caught up in the crap and doesn't get a good finish. So it is still kind of a coin flip, as I think almost all of these head-to-heads are this week. There's not really a major advantage that I felt like I found anywhere. Um, but give me Christian Eckes over Ben Rhodes, getting a plus money at plus 115 over on Superbook. Yeah, it was very tough, especially because the books were offering a lot of the same drivers in these head-to-heads. And it, I mean, yep. the the <laughs> advantage over one of over the other in, in the matchups they had were not... I mean, they actually... Or they're just like super, like you can get some Zane Smith head to heads, Mm -hmm. but he's like minus 180, minus 190. And it's like, if you're going to do that, man, it's just, I mean, he's, we'll talk about him more in a few, but he's really juiced up this weekend for a reason. But it's hard to lay minus 190 on a head to head when things can go wrong, especially when it's against other elite drivers that still have the chance to beat him, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's why, so my head-to-head's just a little fun one, and I'll, I'll give that out a little bit later. Uh, I want to give my first out. I've got Stuart Friesen as a top three truck in this race. I mean, look, we've had our heartbreak with Stuart over the last few weeks. It just seems like he's the Sheldon Creed of the, uh, the truck series where anything that is bad that can happen happens around him, and he gets collected up in it. I will take a little bit of solace in knowing that he was fourth place in this race, the only other time that they've been on this course as a truck series, and he finished behind the likes of Kligerman, Smith, and Hosevar. Well, Kligerman's not in this race, so if you take him out, then he's behind Smith and Hosevar. That's third place. Uh, So I I think it's possible there is a path for him. It's not, I don't know, I don't want to say it's not likely. That's That's why the odds are at plus 750 for him to do that. Um, in 10 road course starts in the truck series, he only has, uh, one top 10 or I'm sorry, one top five and five top tens. Uh, but I mean, listen, if half of the time he's spending inside the top 10 on road courses, I'm okay with thinking that he could probably find his way up into the top five this time around. He's such a damn good driver and I'm just waiting for him to get better i guess honestly i'm just waiting for him to 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 find his niche and so far in 13 starts in the in the truck series he's got five or four top fives and 10 uh four top tens so you know he's he's been able to do it he finished third at gateway a couple of weeks back second at darlington fourth at kansas third at fort worth right he finished 14th at coda so not a strong showing but in that race at coda he actually was inside the top five uh, in the end of stage two before he got uh, caught up in, in it and didn't uh, didn't get to actually finish better than, what, 
14th at the end of the day. But he, he did battle his way back up to 14th. So um, not a bad day for him. I don't know. It's just it's frustrating. I really am waiting for, for Stuart Friesen to get better. And uh, I think this might be an opportunity for him to do it. He knows this course after last season. Hopefully he took good notes and can move up one position to cash this at seven plus 750. Yeah, I mean, you're again, you're getting a plus 750, and he did all, he was one spot short just a year ago in this race. So I don't think that that's a, a bad move at all. Again, there's, there's a lot of good drivers, obviously, in the truck series, but there is no ringers, right? Even Parker Kligerman's not in this race. So take him out of last year's results. Friesen's now in the top three, right? John Hearn Nemechek is gone. Kyle Busch is not in this race or anything like that. So there is definitely an advantage there. I actually, I had this penciled in. It didn't make my final cut to get on the sheet, but I'm glad you took it because it's one I was definitely considering and looking at. Um, and I think that it's a great call. I think he's, he's definitely capable of it. We know how good he is. And he's had some pretty decent results on the road courses before. Not necessarily a road course ringer, but at plus 750, definitely worth a shot. And we've seen it how many times on these road courses, first and second take each other out. Maybe he's sitting fifth or sixth and lucks into it on the last couple of laps when guys take each other out. We've seen how these restarts can get if you get into overtime on road courses. Things can go crazy. So in the event that there is some chaos, this is a good way to bet as well. Hell, we I'm saw gonna, it. We saw it oh, on. Uh, yeah, it's 17 minutes, but we got to get this in. Jeez, I, I forgot to look at the clock. Monday. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, this is time to tell you about Underdog Fantasy. That's. I know you want to get right into the best, but we got to tell you about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania Four is here. Underdog is giving away 15 million dollars. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. There's so many ways to win over at underdog and underdog is available in so many states get in on the action now head over to underdogfantasy.com use the promo code sgpn for a 100 deposit bonus up to 100 that's underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn hey rod guess what uh underdog pick'em now has tell me on their pick'em spot they have tell a racing me. section <gasps> And it does have truck series drivers. It's got Xfinity series drivers. It's got cup series drivers. So if you go to underdog, click on the pick them section, the higher or lower, and it's, you're just picking over unders, right? So you got grand and finger 11.5. You pick, is he going to go better or worse? Corey Heim 6.0. Obviously you're going to do better, better on him. Nick Sanchez, 9.5. Ben Rhodes, 6.5. Ty Majeski, 5.5. And you go through the list and then you get down Austin Hills at 3.5. No surprise, right? As good as he's been. Ty Gibbs at a 5.5. You go down and they've got the Cup Series guys. Bubba Wallace, 14.5. Chase Elliott, 6.5. So uh might have to look into doing some underdog stuff on our uh on our DFS episodes from now on. Since, Shut uh, up and take my money. They are a sponsor. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yes, another way to play NASCAR <laughs> fantasy slash, you know, picking picking where guys are gonna finish. Uh, I like it. Let's go. Oh, that's and such again, fantastic news. If you're in a non-legal betting state, another way to get in on the action, right? It's not betting. It's uh, you know, and, and I think you have to you have to pick multiple ones and, and put them together. I don't think I, I got to yeah, I don't want to say Cody, that, they but. listened. They listened, Cody. <laughs> they did listen. And shout out to whoever pointed I can't remember who it was. Somebody pointed it out on Discord. Shout out to you. Sorry, I don't remember your name at the moment. I'll uh, find you and give you proper credit later. <laughs> nice. All right. But, well, let's continue yes. on with the bets, shall we? Let's do that. Next up for me, gonna go a little bit out on a limb here, but 
I like it, and I want to root for it, so I'm going to take it. Marco Andretti, mentioned him a few minutes ago. He's going to be in that number seven Spire truck. He is plus 350 for a top five finish. That number seven Spire truck we've seen has been pretty good. Now, they've had a lot of Hendrick guys in there, so obviously that helps, and and, um, and some other guys that are, are very good. But uh, I think that Marco Andretti obviously knows what he's doing, right? And we've just seen this past week how a ringer can come in in a good car, or in this case, a good truck, and can get good results. I think Marco's going to go just beat everyone out here. Probably not, but I think he can put himself in position to get a top three finish. Obviously, you look at his lineage, right? Michael Andretti, Mario Andretti, guy knows what he's doing. He's got 251 IndyCar starts. He's won two races. Um, he's raced in the American Le Mans series, the Grand Am sports car. He won the SRX championship last season. Like He's been all over the place racing all kinds of things. He knows his road courses. Again, a lot of these truck drivers do as well. No road courses, but they only go three times a year. You get a lot of young guys that are inexperienced in the truck series. I think that Marco Andretti will have something. We saw that number seven truck be fast at Coda, right? Alex Bowman was fifth in qualif or in practice in that truck. Had the tire go down in qualifying. Didn't get a complete his lap. Didn't make the race because he wasn't guaranteed to get in. So we didn't get to see the truck in the race. But it was fast in practice. It was going to be fast with Bowman behind the wheel. Uh, and I think it's going to continue to be fast. They seem to have a lot of sponsorship and everything with that program. Um, so give me Marco Andretti. Top five plus 350. We want to see it. Uh, another Andretti having success in a racing. Stop us if you've heard this one before, right? <laughs> it's just. Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, all right. Well, my next one is also a top five, and that will be Tyler Ankrum as a top five truck. Uh, this might be, if you look back at last year's mid-Ohio race, uh, you, you'll see that he finished in 21st position. But he was in seventh when he started the race. He ended the first stage inside the top 10 as well as the second stage inside the top 10. So he was running well into the top 10 before uh, he managed to find his way outside of that, uh, which means, you know, there's a possibility that he can continue to do that. And proof positive, this year at Coda, he finished in fourth place. A great run there uh, for him. In, in that road race, the first road race of the season. He is coming off of a top 10 finish and eighth place in Nashville. So, he's, you know, the top five is not a place where Tyler Ankrum lives, and he's at plus 275 on, on bet 365 to finish inside the top five. But if you look at some of these other top five odds, there's not a lot of sexy top five odds out there. And I think that's worth noting, right? These aren't guys that you would generally pick to be in the top five, but what is... God, I think Zane Smith is like minus 300 or something for a top. Like, it's just ridiculous. There's not, it's another week of not a bunch of great truck series selections. That hasn't stopped us in the past. We can still hit pretty good bets on this. We've got some, some bets that we still like, but we are kind of have to reach a little bit on some of this because there's just not a ton of value out there on the board. And I will point out too that there's a couple of uh, of tracks. Coda is one of them that that he's really good at. He finished fourth, like I said last year, seventh the year before, third the year before that. So all three top ten finishes. Look at Watkins Glen. He made a start at Watkins Glen in 2021. Started tenth, finished seventh for Tyler Ankrum. So again, there's a lot of potential there for Ankrum to finish inside the top ten. And as we've noted time and time again, if you can finish inside the top ten. More often than not, you can find yourself in the top five if you just play your cards right. 
um, and do the things you need to do. He had a top five finish in 2020 on the Daytona road course in the truck series as well. So no stranger to the front of the pack for Tyler Ankerman. And it just feels like he's one of those drivers that every once in a while you just see him around the front. People are surprised that he's around the front. And then unfortunately, more often than not, it kind of disappears by the end of the race. But if he could just hold serve, you know, I, I feel like it'd just be a much better day for him. He's still, he's still got four top tens and 13 starts in the truck series. And for a guy like Tyler Ankrum, who we don't necessarily talk about very often, like you had pointed out earlier, that's not bad. And I'll take plus 275 for a top five bet, given that that top five market is, is icky to say the least. Yeah. And he's not in a bad truck. I mean, it's a, it's a Tory truck. They did. They had really, really good seasons with Austin Hill. Not that long ago. Um, uh, they've definitely fallen off a little, but it's not a horrible truck by any means. He's proven he's got some road course chops. Again, getting really good value here at plus 275, so I like it. You think we're going to record a Cup Series episode or a Truck Series episode, Rod, and I'm not going to talk about Corey Heim. Well, if you thought that, you're wrong, because of course I'm going to talk about Corey Heim. I love this kid. I love betting on him. He's made me a lot of money. He's about to make me some more. I'm going to take him over on Caesars in Group E. He's plus 270. This is not a walk in the park uh, group by any means, but I felt like where his odds were at. I, so I, originally, I was trying to take him in a head-to-head. All of his head-to-heads are just really tough, and I figured if you're going to lay minus 120, minus 130 for him to beat one guy, why not take the group approach and have him beat three guys? If you think he's going to be good enough to beat one, he could be good enough to beat three, right? And you get the plus 270 odds. So I decided to go that route. It's Carson Hosovar, obviously a man that is on fire lately, has been scary, fast, and good. So he's not going to be easy to beat. Ty Majeski, he's got a little bit of Sheldon Creed syndrome sometimes, right? He's, he's got some good finishes as well. I was originally going to look to take him in a head-to-head, but it was, or to go against him in a head-to-head. But his results are kind of, he's got some pretty decent road course finishes. And then Ben Rhodes, I talked about him, right? It's way up, it's way down. He's all over the place. But I do think that Corey Heim can beat all three of those guys. I feel like at plus 270, that makes the odds worth it. And then I'm also going to take his top five. It's plus 100. Um, you're giving me, again, I think Zane Smith takes the cake for for best driver and, and best truck. But Corey Heim is, is a 1B to Zane Smith's 1A, in my opinion. The next best driver in the next best truck. And some days he's challenging Zane Smith for that title even, I think. Uh, and you're going to give me plus money for him to just finish in the top five. No cup guys in this. No Xfinity guys. No Parker Kligermans who won this race last year. I will take Corey Heim. Um, who his season. This is crazy, Rod. So at Atlanta earlier this season, he finished in 34th because he got caught up in a wreck. That's a super speedway, right? 15th is his worst finish in the other 12 races that he has been in. Of course, he missed a couple weeks ago at Gateway when he was sick. But in those 12 races, hasn't finished outside of the top uh, 15, which is just insane. But 11th place at Coda. It was 26th here last year. Um, again, the, the Coda race had a lot of ringers in it. 26th last year, he was part-time. He was still, what, 17, I think, at the time. He's just freshly 18 now. Um, and he had the 18th place at Watkins Glen in 2021 at 17, or he might have even been 16 years old. I'd have to check the dates, but somewhere around 16 or 17. So, a very young Corey Heim with some decent finishes. Um, and, and I think that he just continues to carry the momentum of being one of the best trucks, being one of the best drivers, and just continues to to work that forward into another good finish. 
Yeah, again, we've documented Corey Himes' journey over the course of this entire <laughs> season. Finished sixth, like you said, at Coda earlier this season. So uh, definitely a strong case to be made for beating all of these guys. I will make a, a, an argument against that here in a little bit. But um, again, I, I, it would be a, probably be a hedge more than anything uh, to, to something that could happen. But yeah, I definitely foresee a path for Corey Heim to be a strong truck in this and, and warrant over especially Majeski and Rhodes. So, um, yeah. All right, I talked about my head-to-head was uh, coming up soon, and this is my head-to-head. I'm taking the Brothers Gray, uh, but I am taking older brother Tanner over younger brother Taylor. I know it Ew. seems sacrilege. <laughs> Listen, and I, I like the little guy. I like the underdog as well, too, but I'm telling you right now, if you look at the numbers, Big Brother actually has the edge in head-to-head matchups since Tanner actually entered, or since Taylor, rather, entered the arena. Uh, there's been only a, a few races in which Taylor has actually gotten the better of him. Now, in running position, sure. It, it sure seems like Taylor's always the one getting talked about. But whatever, for whatever reason, uh, he fades to the back, and Tanner usually finds his way ahead of him. And, and you can actually go to his average finishing position. Tanner's is 142 Taylor is 16.5. Taylor entered in Austin, right? He entered on the road course in Austin. He had a very respectable 11th place finish. Older brother had an 8th place finish. Uh, the next week at Fort Worth, it was the younger brother who got the older brother by three positions. Uh, Taylor got 24th. Tanner got 27th. Bristol Dirt, older brother got 8th. Younger brother got 34th. Wrecked out of that one. Learned the hard way that that's a tough course. Uh, in Martinsville, both had a top 10. However, older brother got a fifth. Younger brother got an eighth. Younger brother got the better in Kansas, ninth. Older brother got 18th. So on and so forth. I don't want to bore you with the whole rest of the the, the list, but um, the last two races have flip-flopped as well, where Nashville, Tanner got an 11th place. Uh, Taylor got 14th. Taylor got 13th in um, Gateway. Tanner got 21st. So anyways... It has been flip or flop, but it's been Tanner usually coming out on top of this one. And Tanner is, or Taylor rather, Jesus Christ, I wonder how their parents get that done. Uh, Taylor is the plus money version of this at plus 130. I can only imagine being their dad. Tanner, get Taylor, get, one of you guys get over here. Uh, but yeah, so Taylor's the plus side of this, or Tanner's the plus side of this. God damn it. <laughs> you did it. Uh, it's Hold like, uh, it sounds like my parents when I was a kid, they'd go through all four children's name, the dog's name, the, the fish's name before they'd finally get to the right name they were trying to look for. <laughs> oh, God. I grew up in a, in a house where my grandparents had nine kids. You can imagine how many times oh, they were yelling at that. Yeah, you just go burn through the Rolodex real quick and, until you hit the right name. <laughs> so for clarity's sake, I am taking Tanner over Taylor plus 130, and I will stop there so to avoid any other confusion. That's, uh, yes, good job. I... I I love Taylor very much, um, but um, plus money. They've been running together a lot of the year. They're in the same trucks, right? They race for the same team, both solid tricon trucks. Uh, I can't really blame you for taking Tanner over Taylor, so I won't say I'll back it, but I'll say it's not a bad bet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure their Next parents are going to be <laughs> trying to, to figure out which side of that they want to. Yeah, exactly. Next up for me. I'm going to take Ford to win this race at plus 100. Uh, this doesn't give you a ton of, of drivers, but basically, as we're both going to talk about here in a minute, we're all in on Zane Smith to win this race. 
Zane Smith is absolutely fucking ridiculous at road courses. He is so good. He's the best driver in the field, in the best truck, especially at road courses. So you're covered if he wins, but just in case he doesn't win, you get the Thor Sport guys, you get Haley Deegan, you get Matt Crafton, but you get Ty Majeski and Ben Rhodes, both of guys who are, are up in that elite tier of drivers in this series that can get these wins. You get the 17-year-old Connor Jones in the 66 as well. There's a couple other Fords in the field that you would be covered on, but it'd be pretty shocking if any of those won. So those are your main coverage things, but this is almost a, a secondary bet to, spoiler alert, when I bet on Zane here in a minute, where you're kind of double dip if he wins, which is the most likely outcome, but gives you a little bit of coverage just in case he has a problem, he gets in a wreck. I mean, again, not immune to anything. So this gives you that coverage of if one of those Thor Sport trucks mainly ends up taking this win, um, it, it can cover you and help help save your butt a little bit. And uh, ideally, though, you're going to end up double dipping when Ford wins this race. Which is funny because in the Cup Series, we talk about how just frustrating it is for Ford in general. And yet in the Truck Series, they do have one of the strongest stables between Majeski, between Smith. You know, you could throw in Rhodes when he's running well, but like... You know, those are the those are the couple of main guys that, that we talk about when we talk about Ford, and they have very strong truck camp. So uh, I'm with you on that one, obviously for good reason. When we talk about our our outright picks here in a second, um, but I'm also going to say to you that while we really think that both uh, both of us think that the winning truck is going to come from the over camp in our winning truck number series, um, I think this this under gives you a a very wide swath of folks to cover down on just in case Zane Smith does not come away with the win. The winning truck line right now is set at under third or set at 35 and a half. And I'm taking the under cause it's plus money. Uh, I, I again, 1000% think that it's going to be on the overside, but if two trucks that are at the over take each other out there on the last restart and all of a sudden there's an under one right underneath you, it's gonna, it's going to make you feel a lot better. But I also feel pretty good about some of the guys, obviously, under 35 and a half, right? You've got guys like Sanchez. You've got guys like Purdy, both of them, in that, uh, those, those good Chevy uh, trucks. And then uh, it also gives you Corey Heim, obviously. Um, it gives you Gray. It gives you Ankrum. It gives you Christian Eckes, who's won some races already this season as well. It gives you Enfinger, who's won some races this It gives you Benedetto if he accidentally finds his way to a win. So, <laughs> look at we laugh, but... Dude's still running around, right? Sure. Maybe it could happen. Wasn't he in the mix at, uh, at uh, what you call it as well, earlier this season? Didn't he kind of... He's been in the mix a lot this year, yeah, so I'll give, him, I'll give him credit for that. He found himself somewhere. I've even tried to bet on him and been unsuccessful about it. Well, I know that, but <laughs> still. Uh, yeah, we both did, and that was it. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, at plus 145, the amount of cars underneath, or amount of trucks, rather, underneath 35 and a half is a pretty good security blanket given uh, that the, the other side of it has still got some heavy hitters as well. But um, if, if everybody takes each other out and one of those guys picks up the win, uh, I think you'll be happy to, to kind of hedge on a under 35 and a half for plus 145. Yeah, I mean, I love getting, obviously, a Corey Heim in there, getting some other guys. And again, it's a little bit of a way to hedge off of Zane Smith if, if you're going to go that route. Indeed. Well, I mean, you know, I know that three of the, the top four at Coda were all over, right? You had Zane Smith, 38, Bush, 51, Majeski, 98. But then you had Ankrum, Heim, Sanchez, Tanner, Kaz Grala, 
pretty much all up there in the top five as well, or top 10 as well. So, yeah, it's definitely, I don't know. If mayhem happens and something goes wrong, then that is a good hedge bet. Got our winners to get to coming up. But first, let me introduce you to a show that we are going to have to listen to as the football season draws closer here on the SGPN Network. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues... And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including... The injury report. Studs and duds. Waiver wire targets. And suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J-Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an Old Fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week all that and more hop on over give us a listen come for the football stay for the whiskey this ad's almost done going once going twice sold somebody has to win this race at mid ohio this road course race for the trucks uh cody both of us picked the same driver but it's really because that's the only driver to pick i know we both gave a little um, another kind of and i put it in quotes long shot but you know, I don't think. Yeah, we- I mean, it's going to be surprising if Zane Smith doesn't win this race, yeah. right? And we're both on that. I think that's that's the way to go. We talk about it sometimes. It's not worth taking the chalk. It's not worth betting. We argued about that yesterday on the Xfinity Series show. Go back and listen to that if you enjoy when we argue. Xfinity is usually the the series where that happens, and it happened yesterday. But uh, I mean, Zane Smith, he's plus two fifty on Superbook. That's the best line I've seen. I would get it early. He's going to. I'm assuming they have practice for the trucks probably, but he's going to practice fast. He's going to qualify fast. He's going to start on the pole. Likely he's going to look like Max Verstappen. I mean, that's pretty much it. But like you go back to Coda, he beat Kyle Busch there to win that race. In this race last year, he finished second to Parker Kligerman. Again, epic battle to to end that race. Kyle Busch not in this race. Parker Kligerman not in this race. Last year at Sonoma, he was second place to Kyle Busch. Not in this race. Um, he won at Coda last year. So four straight road courses. He's either finished first or second. And the two races where he's finished second, the guys who won the race are not in here. So four road courses, four first or second places. He's plus 250. And that's probably a generous line. Like it's, he's just, he is the best guy out here. Now we talk about it all the time, right? It's betting for a reason. They run the race for a reason. Things can happen. He can have mechanical problems. He can get caught on pit strategy. He can have pit road problems. He can get caught up in a wreck. The rain could throw a big wrench into this. It can happen. So, you know, again, be smart about it. But Zane Smith plus 250 is the way to go. I'm going to hedge it a little bit. I look down the board. You know me. You know my long shots. I love them. I didn't see anyone I wanted to take a long shot on this week. I This, to me, feels like a week where a name that we know that we see it win week in and week out is going to be the type of name that wins. And the other guy that I trust the most, you guessed it correctly, Corey Heim. Plus 700 over on Superbook, over on Barstool, over on, let me, I don't want to name the wrong book, but I think it was Caesars. He is plus 450. So you're getting 250 more points on him. Um, so I'm just going to take a healthy amount on Zane Smith. I'm going to sprinkle a little on Heim as my insurance policy. I'm going to take that forward to win. It's again, it's just all in on the Zane Smith train this week. Um, I don't, he's, he's a guy I've been trying not to pick him on a lot of the tracks, a lot of the ovals that go different directions. 
It's not always worked out well for him lately, but when it comes to road courses, he is the guy. I don't see that changing this week. So I think it's going to be Zane Smith taking the win, and Corey Heim will be my insurance policy at 7-1. to one. Yeah, and for Zane, I, I won't really add much more to that. That was the one that I had down to win, and then, like I said, came in. You had him anyways. I'm just going to reiterate everything. It's that's, that's Zane Smith. It's like I said, if you listened to the show yesterday, if I told you that the odds for the sun to rise tomorrow was minus 300,000, would you still find a way to bet on that because you know the sun's going to rise? I feel like that's the way it is with Zane Smith. Like if he is running every single lap, he's going to cross the checkered line and for the checkered, the checkered, he's going to cross the finish line with the checkered flag. Hey, sometimes in first it's place. a checkered line. It right? is. Sometimes yeah, you're right. they do checker, so it's fine. That's and checker. another thing too, uh, we didn't talk about, but there will be stage breaks in this one because they're not with the Cup Series, and it'll be the the non-live pit stop. So actually, when I mentioned a minute ago, he could have pit problems. Not necessarily because. It's not going to be live pit stops. There's not going to be a ton of strategy when it comes to that. And as I got to thinking about it more now, too, it's probably not going to be when do we change to slicks and all that stuff because NASCAR is just going to mandate and they'll probably throw cautions for that. So Zane qualifies the fastest, starts up front. He's not going to lose that track position on pit road, which is key. He's not going to get screwed by strategy. The more I think about it, the more I like betting on Zane Smith this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm all in on him too. But I will also toss out Carson Hosevar as a nice insurance policy. He's already got two wins this season. Six top fives, seven top tens. He's riding a streak now of five straight top five finishes with the last being a win at Nashville. Always a strong truck here at Mid-Ohio last year. He finished third after starting third, but we talked about it. It was Kligerman, it was Zane Smith, and then it was Carson Hosevar. Kligerman's not in it. Zane Smith, I don't know what happens. Somebody throws a Mario Kart banana peel in front of him and he, and he slips, um, and, and Carson Hosevar is right there. Somebody gets the, what, blue shell that annihilates the top guy, and Carson sure. Hosevar is in second place. He wins the race. I don't know. Whatever happens, right, if Donkey Kong comes and picks up Zane Smith and throws him across the, the track, Carson Osevar, I probably I think, may benefit from being there. Uh, again, strong truck, always in the mix for things, and, uh, and definitely can't uh, stress enough that he's going to be a guy who at the end is, is going to be right there. Ran into some trouble, right? He was running well in that race at Coda. Right, unfortunately, was unable to broke to his broken axle, mm -hmm. I think, and then yeah, but yeah, and if you go back to last year, like look at him finishing third again. You talk about putting yourself in position. If Zane and Parker get into it too much and they wreck each other instead of battling it out to the finish, guess who's right there to take that win? Is Carson Hosvar could be talking about a whole different story if he's the defending race winner, right? Indeed. So, like I said, he's at plus four sixty. Uh, right now, that was the best that I found. I believe that was on Superbook. I didn't, stupid me, I didn't write it down. But oh well, uh, look for it. Look for that line. It should be somewhere in the 450s, 460s. And uh, you can definitely find Carson Hosevar. 460 on Caesars for on sure. On Caesars, so there it is. Yep. That was the one I had pulled up. But. That's the one. So, uh, yeah, I, again, it's it's going to be Zane. But if it's not, it's Hosevar and it's time uh, to, to toss on little insurance policies for it. So. Uh, all right, well, get out your pen and paper. I believe we've exhausted all of our bets for this weekend's uh, truck race. Still another exciting race. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I want to see how this all plays out and if Zane really does run away. This is, like Cody said, only the second time that they've ever run this race, uh, this course on the, on the truck series. So uh, still a lot of stuff to learn. A lot of people taking this for the first time. So 
should be a good race. Uh, Cody started you off with Christian Eckes over Ben Rhodes at plus 115 over on Superbook. I gave you Stuart Friesen as a top three car at plus 750 over on Caesars. Truck, car, it's interchangeable. Uh, Cody gave you Marco Andretti as a top five truck at plus 350. I said Tyler Ankrum was going to finish inside the top 10 at plus 275 over on Bet365. Cody said that Corey Heim was going to be the winner of Group E at plus 270 over Carson Hosevar, Ty Majeski, and Ben Rhodes, and uh, gave you Heim as a top five truck at plus 100. I said Tanner Gray would finish better than Taylor Gray at plus 130 <laughs> over on, I believe that was Superbook as well. Cody gave you Ford to win the race at plus 100. I said the winning truck would be under 35 and a half at plus 145. Both Cody and I agree that Zane Smith at plus 250 over on Superbook is a price you need to go lock in now before it completely bottoms out uh, before the race and after practice. And then we gave you Carson Hosevar at plus 460. I did. And Cody gave you Corey Heim at plus 700 to win the O'Reilly Auto Parts 150 from the mid-Ohio road course in Troy Township, Ohio. I love it. I think it's a good card. Should be a good race. I'm excited again. Don't get to see the trucks battle it out on the, the road courses very often. Be a nice little change of pace before we get into the the hectic craziness of uh, the super speedways on, on Saturday night and Sunday night. Uh, it's going to be a good race, a good week of racing. I'm excited, Rob. I really hope they don't have to battle weather. I really hope that those showers are just sprinkles. Yeah, and not... might make it more fun, though. Oh. You know, might, might get a guy like, uh, like Marco Andretti up there, right? Can we just get one where it's it's quote unquote boring where we what can just is that, cash Ron? bets? Just, <laughs> that's all I ask for. But yeah, I would not mind as Zane Smith lead every lap of this race and just easily cash that bet before the chaos of Atlanta on <laughs> on Saturday night and, and Sunday. Hey, there were only three leaders here last year. It was Kligerman, it was Smith, and it was uh Hosevar, right? Not Hosevar. Who was the other one that led? laps in this race it was uh i, I would Corey, not it was be Corey heim Corey heim Corey heim well see there you go yeah. but yeah I, I think it is i think this truck series race will likely trend more that direction of being more of a, a quote-unquote boring i hate i hate saying boring because it's not boring but uh, i think it will be more of a chalky race where it's kind of finishes how you would expect it to finish type of race Sometimes that's not a bad thing, but uh, why they play the game, right? That's exactly why they, why they're the on the race. So you never know. Speaking of finishing, I believe it's time for us to finish this episode. We will send everybody out to hopefully grab that 250 line before it moves. Uh, and, and we'll get you all settled in for a nice card. Cody on your way out the door, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yep. Follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Z you can find all my work over there. Speaking of underdog a little bit ago, had an article come out this week on, uh, season-long NFL quarterback props, uh, the the, the pick-em rivals, or you match two guys up against each other, pick which one you think wins the season-long battle. That's pretty fun. Um, I'm going to have a truck and Xfinity series article out. I'll have a cup series article out. I've got more NFL articles coming out. Also making a couple of guest appearances this week. Friday, I will be on Through the Gears with Mark uh, Skybox. You might know him on uh, Twitter as. And also Sunday morning, before the race, uh, I think that airs at noon. I think we'll be live around noon Eastern time. But I'll be on the NASCAR report with our guy, Rye Cape. He's a, a big listener and always active in the Discord. Always chatting with us when we're live. So uh, jumping on over on his show with him there. So busy week, but a fun week. I'm excited to go win some money. 
Outstanding stuff. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Villagomez. Link in the bottom of everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it is in between media, the back road is out there for you on YouTube. Find that. And uh, of course, check out my article later on for, for frequency's sake. Going to have some uh, F1 and NASCAR kind of dashed in between. We'll, we'll figure out how that works, but uh, it's out there now. Go find it. And uh, yeah, we will see you guys for DFS tomorrow. Again, now the schedule's pushed over a, a day, but I don't think you guys mind. So just keep an eye out for it as well. So until then, let's go racing and let it ride. Oh,